This is Ed Cashmark, the Everyday Economist, keeping my eye on the economy every day for you with no bluster, no bias, and no bull. June 17, 2020. Only two economic releases today. Mortgage applications, as uh, reported by the Mortgage Bankers Association, the prior week uh, applications were up 9.3%, and and the most recent week it was up 8%, so still continuing to increase. Purchase index was up 5% in the prior week and up 4% in the most recent week. Refinance index was up 11% the prior week and another 10% in the most recent week. And this is why. The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage fell below 3% on June 11 to 2.94%. On June 12, it was 2.95%. June 15, it was 2.96%. And today, it's back up to 3.01%. So, it fell below 3%. I believe that would be the first time in history, or at least recorded history. Uh, So... um, extremely cheap to borrow to buy or or to refinance your home right now I would get on it if I were you and I'm almost thinking maybe I should too I was I've been on a three percent 15-year fixed-rate mortgage uh, for for many years now the 15-year fixed-rate mortgage is averaging 2.55 percent as of today it's a half a percent off of what I've got right now Wow, this is absolutely incredible. If you can take advantage by either buying a house or refinancing your mortgage, do it. Save yourself some money. Record low mortgage rates. Record low. The other uh, economic release today was housing starts. So in April, the start level was 934,000. Forecast for May was 1.1 million, and the actual was 974,000. So better than April, but not quite as good as expected. Permits were 1.066 million in April. Forecast was 1.25 million for May. Actual was 1.22 million. So just slightly less than expected for May. So we're seeing a nice turnaround there as well. for a couple of notes from the Financial Times we have uh, cheap steroid cuts COVID-19 death rates Oxford University research that found a cheap and widely available generic steroid significantly reduced the risk of dying from coronavirus has been hailed as the biggest COVID-19 drug breakthrough to date sorry about that if you could hear that of the big truck driving by <laughs> The drug dexamethasone was found to cut the death rate of the most seriously ill patients on ventilators by one-third and by one-fifth in patients receiving oxygen. The drug, which was developed in the 1950s, is inexpensive and readily available in most countries. U.S. banks face scrutiny after dividends exceed profits. What? The FDIC is monitoring U.S. banks' dividend policies after they declared payouts almost twice their earnings in the first quarter, eroding capital cushions as the coronavirus crisis took hold. That just makes no sense. The country's 5,100 lenders and savings institutions declared dividends of $32.7 billion for the quarter when they made profits of just $18.5 billion, 70% less than the same period the year before. Provisions for loan losses wiped out almost $52.7 billion from banks' profits in the first quarter. 
So they raised their provision for loan losses, but yet they still paid out dividends. Unbelievable. Pension funding gap triggers alarm for muni bond investors. Bond investors are keeping a keen eye on widening public pension deficits in the U.S. where the coronavirus pandemic has piled pressure on states and cities already struggling to stay afloat. In the midst of a global pandemic that has jeopardized the ability of, muni of municipalities to pay police, firefighters, teachers, and medical workers, such considerations may not be front of mind for state treasurers. Especially for the police now, right? Yeah. Pension recipients would probably be treated as senior to bondholders in the event of bankruptcy. Some public pension plans are on pace to run out of money as soon as 2028. One big problem with deferring pension payments is that they must be made up with interest. States such as New Jersey, Kentucky, and Illinois are so deep in the hole that they have no choice but to keep pouring money into their funds. And they want more money from the government. Yeah. Laws in these and other states prohibit the government from slashing payouts to retirees. Okay, and a quick update on the coronavirus. Global fatalities yesterday uh, were the highest since May 6th. If you look at the chart, it sticks out like a sore thumb. We've been pretty much plateaued at um, the low to mid 5,000s, or, or it looks like it's averaging about 4,000 or so for the last since about, uh, oh geez, looks like about mid-May. Um, but today's, or yesterday's number really stuck out like a sore thumb. 6.59, or 6,592 fatalities, the lowest since 6,814 in, or on May 6th. So that's certainly not good news. And one of the countries that is seeing a big increase is India. India was averaging low to or mid to upper 300s for the last you know several days but yesterday they had 2006 fatalities 2006 fatalities so almost seven times or i'd say almost six what is it uh yeah almost seven times as much as they've been seeing recently so that's not good news either in a country with over a billion people with Poor hygiene and a lot of people living in close quarters, uh, that's a recipe for disaster. I really hope it, this isn't a sign of things to come, but it very well could be. So add India to your prayer list. Now for tip number 48 on how to stay sane during unemployment. Tip number 48 falls under the fifth commandment of be good to others. Tip number 48 is, get ready for this one, pay for someone's meal. Whether it's uh, somebody you know, a stranger, whoever, you know, pay for somebody's meal. Whether it's a Big Mac, you know, five bucks or, you know, nice $20 meal, whatever. Do something nice for someone. Pay for somebody's meal. Um, I, I'm not sure if I've ever done that. I think I have, you know, well, obviously I have in my life, but I don't know, you know, for people I know, but I don't know if I've ever... Paid for a stranger's meal. Um, I did give that bag of crackers and an apple and a little bit of money to that that man that uh, was uh, that came up to me on my driveway uh, last year that I talked about in a previous episode. But not so not so certain I've ever really paid for anybody's meal that I didn't know. But maybe I will someday. But maybe you can too. 
again, it's something nice for somebody and takes your mind off of your bad situation. I mean, if you can pay for somebody else's meal who, who, who can't pay for their own, then you're obviously doing better than they are. It, it really is amazing how when you don't have a job and you don't have any income, yet you can find ways to either save money or give money away, you know, to charity or help somebody buy something or something, you know. Um, you're in a bad situation, but more than likely, it's not as bad as you think. And it's certainly not as bad as many other millions of people around the world are, are going through. So keep your head up. Do something nice for someone, and you'll feel a little bit better. That's all I have for today. Please subscribe and follow me if you like what you hear. Please spread the word. Listen to previous episodes on how to stay sane during unemployment. And uh, tune in tomorrow as I will be talking about jobless claims, uh, Philadelphia Manufacturing Index, and leading economic indicators. This is Ed Cashmark, the Everyday Economist. Stay safe and stay sane. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.